0: Welcome to the fulfillment project podcast. I'm your host simply Sarah, and I'm so glad that we've connected here today. I've created a series called life chats. This is a four part series of each of my amazing guests. As I take you on a journey through their awakening process, my aim and goal for this show is to give you the seeker, a container to explore your own growth as you awaken and step into more alignment, more joy and more fulfillment every single day. Hello and welcome to the revamp and relaunch of my podcast, which will now also be a YouTube series as well. And my first guest, I'm so excited, Claudia, welcome.
1: Hello, hello. Thank you. Yes,
0: you were, you know, you've been a huge inspiration for this idea, um, along with so many of my other girlfriends and clients who I've recognized on such amazing growth journeys over the past few years, and moments of true upgrades and true transformations where you can come out of a weekend or a week or a growth cycle and be like, I am not the same person again. And uh, we've had so many deep conversations about that. And I think there's something so valuable uh, for women to have a container where they don't feel like they're alone to know that growth is normal, it's essential, we actually crave it, but to actually understand what a growth cycle is, what that phase is, because if we think about the term waking up or increasing consciousness or growth, obviously on the other side of that is something wonderful and magnificent that you didn't know before, but all of that in between stuff, it can, it can get a little muddy and people can get confused and it can sometimes even cause depression or anxiety, or people feel like their life is falling apart and really just confusion. And so thank you so much for being here and for this uh, first four part series of sharing your journey.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's been uh, an honor to be on this growth journey for quite some years now with you. So thank you. I'm honored to be here. Yes.
0: I've witnessed you, you know, uh, have many upgrades over the years and I want to chat about your specific one, uh, which was, I know it was a summer, you were away at a retreat uh, a couple of years ago, but before mm-hmm. we get to that phase, you know, just let our watchers and listeners here know a little bit about your background. I know you've come from a, a competitive background, from skating mm-hmm. and always being very achievement oriented. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, so bring us up to speed until until that moment of like your first awakening.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I've always been in the health, fitness, sports industry. I started skating myself when I was five years old. It was my passion. I went to school in like a sports study program. I started coaching figure skating when I was, I think like nine years old, being an assistant coach. So always like setting the targets and the goals and having a very strict, rigid, like regimen and like following a protocol and diets and training, which I really love, like it really shaped who I was for Jesus, like 15 years. And I studied in kinesiology, starting doing my own, like off ice training, starting to train athletes on the side while I was coaching figure skating on the ice, um, starting to work in a private gym with high end, like high quality clients. A lot of like one-on-one you know customized uh, training and programs i gave outdoor boot camp classes um did like some semi-training uh so i touched a lot of different people with different goals and when i was finished university i like i already had i think it was like seven years of experience in that field so i basically have been coaching my whole life and it started with skating but then obviously like i said i was working with different types of clientele goals Um, And always related to like fitness and nutrition and all that, like the healthy habits. And when I finished my uh, my master's, I took a one-way ticket and left and moved to Australia. So what was supposed to be a fun, why not experience, we'll go travel for a couple months and come back, ended up being my first awakening because up until that point, I was always busy I was working full-time I was in school university full-time I was still skating and competing until I was like 18 years old so when I got to Australia and I was like oh these are emotions like I have to question and ask myself how am I feeling what am I doing here this is a big deal moving like on the other side of the world so that was my first awakening of wow like I've been going 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 achieving achieving and just doing all the things And then it was the first time I was actually stopping and going inwards and be like, why am I crying every day? I haven't cried in like 10 years. Like, why am I feeling all these emotions that had been suppressing for years? Cause I was so, you know, goal and task oriented and success and like work in my field and help everybody else. So I ended up staying in Australia for a year and a half. Uh, One thing led to another, I started traveling. And this is probably that awakening was probably the first time that I really got in touch with my true core values. Minimalism, freedom, travel, living a different life. Like it showed me that you don't have to live in the box and do what everybody else is doing. I was 24, 25 at that time. So it was like the kids, you move out with your boyfriend, you get married, you know, you have your dog and then, you know, just the family nine to five kind of life. I was like, no, there's a different way to live. So I came back home after a year and a half. I had changed so much; nothing else has changed though. So I'm come back to the same patterns, same people, same routine, and I was uh, pretty depressed for a few months. I went back to coaching figure skating full time. I still wanted my own business, but I was like, if I love traveling this much. And it's really part of my values. I can't open a gym. I can't open a clinic. I'm going to be stuck there forever. I won't be able to travel. So I went back to coaching figure skating for about eight, eight nine months. And then I went traveling again. So I went backpacking in South America for three months. Uh, not working at that time. I had saved money and all that. And I was on the beach in Colombia and I, I was just like, the beach is my church. So I was just like taking it all in, being in the present moment. And then I just got hit like a universe, like download, like you need an online business. And this is back in 2016. So you were already online, but it wasn't as common obviously as today. So was like, how am I going to train and coach people online? I knew I didn't have Instagram, like I knew nothing about technology, but it was just that feeling, that alignment, like this is what I have to do. And the name of my business came right away. I was like, Karma, Karma Fit. No, Karma Kin. It's going to be named Karma Kin. So anyway, came home and then took about like five, six months to like do my business plan, figure out the online techie part of like an online business, hired some coaches, uh, decided like my pricing, who I wanted to help because I have helped like people from three-year-old to 83-year-old and I launched my business. So that was about five years ago. And then from beginning of 2017 until that summer of 2019, where there was my second big awakening, I fell back into what I know, which was achieve, learn the skills, work on like learn about marketing and sales and give, 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 and like set the income targets and grow your business and make sure that you over deliver. I was learning some personal development, like skills, but still, not in like the alignment and the feelings and the emotions. So I was learning how to build an optimal burning routine or how to like optimize a sales page, but then I was burning out every few months. Burning out, you remember this? Like, hey sir, I'm going to the beach tomorrow because yeah. I can't get out of bed. Like it was yeah. my escape. So I traveled, did a couple trips here and there, and uh, learned a lot grown like an awesome business but definitely was misaligned and like a lot of lessons learned obviously and then since uh, 2019 it's just been growth on steroids as i like to put it um so yeah that's been the journey in a nutshell
0: yeah yeah, yeah. oh my goodness so much gold there i want to pick <laughs> yeah. all of that apart <laughs> Uh, You use the word alignment a lot. Huge conversation I want to get into. Uh, But I want to pull back a little bit. And so, you know, you were always in a container for achievement and sports. And, you know, as a young, a young child getting into that, you're almost like led on a path. And there's like some unconsciousness there, right? Where you're just following the lead of other people and, you know, do this formula, you will achieve X, Y, Z, which I think is so valuable to be able to put a plan of action into place. Um, So would you say that you were always goal oriented or did that come right when you got into competitive? Like, did you always have a need to want to be good and want to be the best and want to push yourself?
1: Yeah, definitely. I was, uh, I was, I'm a recovering perfectionist. Yeah. I'm like (laughs) being careful of the words that I'm using guilty (laughs) um from a very young age I was like excellent in school didn't have to go to school always like great uh grades I skipped grade four I missed so much school because of skating so yeah I was always labeled as like the perfectionist like the perfect student the perfect skater like the perfect you know like we're doing off ice training everybody was like fooling around and like I was like on the other side of the room really focused and working on my goals Um, so as far as I can remember, I was always very goal oriented and always wanted to be the best. And like, it was external validation too, for sure. Like now that I look back, um, it grown into a label and a pressure that I put on myself Mm -hmm. in my teenage years and like building my business. But before that, when you have all your teachers, your parents, everybody you meet tell you how like amazing and good and talented you are and like how perfect point unquote you are, it's as a child, you're like, oh, cool, like external validation. Um, so yeah, it was definitely programmed into my subconscious for sure. Yeah. I've learned that we are
0: always under the influence of something. It's almost mm-hmm. like, you know, if you, if you have a drink, you're under the influence of alcohol and certain maybe behaviors or, th- or traits will come out in you. And even in our day-to-day life, we're always under the influence. And one of the things that, you know, I'm always looking at is what am I under the influence of? Is it someone else's validation? Is it someone else's, you know, desire for what I should do with my life? Or am I turning the lens on myself and really asking like, what do I want? And I think, you know, you going away and having that, that first awakening where there was no one else to listen to but yourself. Mm-hmm. And I believe that there is so much value in creating space. Yes. And, 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 you know, as we'll get into your journey a little bit more, every time you have taken space, and I, I can say this for myself as well, there, there's been an upgrade because you remove all the distraction. Like, mm-hmm. just think about all this, all of the district, you got social media, you got house priorities, family priorities, financial priorities, um, all the things that you're achieving as well. Plus you got this thing called a mind inside here. That's going a mile a minute with a to-do list that never stops. Mm-hmm. And there's so much chatter that happens that, you know, I can say for myself that you can, you can sometimes lose yourself along the way and not even know like, what do you, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And so that first trip that you went on where, you created space and the distraction was gone. What was that like to hear yourself again?
1: Very uncomfortable at first, very uncomfortable. And it's funny how life will always give you what you need, not always what you want. So I got to Australia January, it's like 35 degrees. We get an apartment on the beach, you know, and I'm like, I'm going to find a job in a gym like that. Um, And I couldn't find a job in a gym because kinesiology here is not the same as over there. I had to be like certified as a personal trainer, had to be part of like Fitness Australia to be allowed to work in a gym, you know, and it took me like two months and a half to get my first job. And I was a little stubborn. I didn't want to get like a normal backpacker job. I was like, I want to work in my field, you know? So having that much space was so uncomfortable And I was like, why am I not getting what I want? Like, I thought that I wanted to step back into, you know, the gym and being busy and working out and like long hours. And then one morning I wake up and I was just about to accept a job at the gym. And I was like, wow, I'm recreating the exact same life. This job, I'm going to have to leave at 5am, work in the morning, have a lot of space and time to waste in the afternoon and then finish work super late. Like, I'm recreating the same pattern. So I'm really grateful that I had this moment of like, stop, like you're not here in Australia to do the same life you were doing in Canada. So I finally allowed the space. And then that's when really the beach truly became my church. I would go out in the morning, go for a walk, train outside. They had like monkey bars and stuff on the beach, come home, have lunch, go back in the afternoon, tan, you know, swim and all that. Come home, have dinner, go back at night, listen to some music. This is where I would would usually let myself cry and feel the emotions with like, you know, music and like uh, meaningful lyrics and watching the sunset. Um, So I did that for a solid two months and it was uncomfortable. I was seeing my bank account going down again. Another like target that I had, you know, I was very responsible with my with my money i like, no, like this is exactly what you need right now. So I feel like we tend to resist the space because it's uncomfortable. But once you let loose, you're like, oh, that's actually what I needed. And I didn't even know I needed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just, for the next, like, I was there for, yeah, like a year and a half. So starting in end of March, I got my job in a gym and then I worked there and then I started traveling. And then I worked and stopped and traveled for a little over a year. And it was just like freedom. I'm like, oh my God, I can decide. I can decide I can be the creator of my life. Um, So that was really cool. But yeah, definitely uncomfortable the first couple of months. Yeah. And when we
0: say uncomfortable, uh, you know, why, why is it uncomfortable to give yourself space? Because, you know, maybe someone watching or listening here, they're like, like, why does it get uncomfortable to give myself space? And what are some of the things that come up when I start to, Mm -hmm. to listen and really evaluate who I am and what my life is about? Hello, fellow seeker, Sarah here. I want to jump into the middle of this episode to bring your awareness to my program, The Upgrade. This is a six-week program that I developed for you to have self-exploration and awakening. It is an immersive transformation program that pairs a three-day in-person retreat at a location within Ontario, Canada. If you're looking for community and if you're looking for a container for growth, this is why I've created this. I have taken so many tools and modalities that I've used along my own journey and helped many friends and clients as well go through an upgrade process. At the retreat, we are going to be doing a shamanic ceremony and going to explore some different plant medicines that you're able to use to explore and expand your consciousness. Deep dive into your subconscious, start to rewrite those beliefs and stories that are no longer serving you for this next level of your life. If this piques your curiosity, you can grab the link in the show notes at my website, simplysarah.com. In the navigation, you'll see the upgrade. And perhaps this is a part of your journey this year.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. When you give yourself space, you can hear yourself and your real self, not like the the self that hears the thoughts, you know? And sometimes what we hear is not something we want to hear because it's scary. It means that you're going to have to probably make a decision or change in your life. And like, we're humans, we like to be comfortable. We usually like our little routines. So any change can feel scary at first because it's uncomfortable and it's unknown. So me realizing that like, oh, the the life that I thought I wanted and that I was happy back home doing this, this, and that, actually I'm hearing, I'm giving myself space to feel that, no, I actually don't want that. But then the open space, that's usually a little scary because you don't know what to expect. You don't have clarity and you're used to operating a certain way that brings you quote unquote success and results. So what if you operate a different way, you make a different decision and that doesn't bring you peace or fulfillment or whatever you're chasing. For me, it was also a lot of like, uh, what are people going to say? Right? So hearing something different than the society or what, like your family or your friends know you um, or, you know, like, something different for me that was scary so yeah i think that the space allows you to hear something and sometimes we don't want to hear that because it's our actual truth and it's not just the programming and the like comparing ourselves or what the you know the teacher the coach or the parent says um because then you know and when you know and you do nothing you know you're going to go back to like the vicious cycle and it's going to be a next burnout or a next depression or a next trip you know and I've, i've been on other trips and I've had to relearn some of these lessons, but I think that's what's scary. It's the, the, the real truth of like, oh, I'm not doing that good. Or like, I've been bullshitting myself for a while and I'm not really truly happy, you know? And that's, I think is a scary realization for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. We have this beautiful guidance system inside of us. It's called our feelings. <laughs> it's called our feelings. And when you're in your day-to-day life and you're in routine, there's an autopilot that can come about And maybe Mm -hmm. we recognize things like, oh, I don't really like that, but it's okay. Like I can tolerate, or it's not bad enough. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've even seen for myself, and you can probably attest to this, where like you'll recognize something and like, you're like, oh, it doesn't bother me. Or you stuff it down, you stuff it down. And Mm -hmm. then it gets louder and louder, or you give yourself the space to be actual, to hear like, you know, what you're actually thinking and and feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Because once you identify that and recognize it, Like, I'm not happy with this, or I'm not enjoying this anymore. Like what you said, you then have a choice to be able to change. And -hmm. if you don't, sure, you can numb yourself out with sex, drugs, Netflix, shopping, all the things that people usually fall back to, to give themselves those bursts of happiness or stimulation or temporary fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Um, But then that's all conditional. It's all conditional if we're trying to numb out. And so really taking that look at like, what's not working here? And, and how do I need to change it? And, you know, mm-hmm. taking that space like you've done, I think is beautiful because it allows you to evaluate when you're mm-hmm. in your day-to-day life. And, and I can see myself as well through growth phases of taking space. And this is why I love retreats and, and different experiences or excursions to go away with, or mm-hmm. even you and I were away with Emma, like last weekend, three of us yeah. together, but we all took space and we could yeah. sit there and not talk for hours and just mm-hmm. you know enjoy the, the company of silence together, but also like with ourself inside. Yeah. Um, because if you don't take the space, you'll just keep pushing things down and pushing things down and be able to
1: listen. Yeah. Um, And it's so easy to fall back into old patterns, right? So when I came home after having this big awakening, obviously I took some lessons with me and some knowledge of like my values and like what I wanted out of life and like how I wanted to feel, but then it's so easy to fall back into your patterns. So if you don't give yourself space consistently to tune in to like, am I okay? Am I still aligned? How is this going? You know, you always have to listen and calibrate. Um, that's super important as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, cause I so also, we can uh, talking about, you know, like conditional happiness. Um, cause I've even noticed for myself, I'm like, well, I need to go here and then I can, I can hear myself. I can feel good and it's great. And then I'll come back in my life and just like grit <laughs> through the things. Uh, I'm guilty
1: of this with my travels.
0: (laughs) Right? Yes. But I've I've really seen you, especially in the past six months, trying to learn that unconditional happiness, right? Because we need to construct our life. We need to do Mm -hmm. things. There are going to be situations that we don't like. You know, we can't, we can have bliss, joy and fulfillment all the time, but it's Mm -hmm. learning to change your perception or your procedure, not having to change the entire external environment
1: Mm -hmm.
0: or conditions to be perfect for you to feel that way.
1: Yeah, for sure. And starting from the inside out. So I used to say when I'm traveling, I'm more carefree, more spontaneous. I dance all night, blah, blah, blah. But when I'm here, And I remember one of my mindset coach, Brenda, she was like, first, stop saying that because you're literally saying to yourself and your subconscious mind that you're a different person. You have every right to feel confident and yourself and joyful wherever you are. And whenever you don't have to wait till you get to the airport to remove that pressure off your shoulder, you know? And that's been a journey for sure for me in the last few years to be able to navigate that.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about growth cycle because they happen. Um they happen with everybody. Uh just a lot of people maybe don't recognize them unless they're really committed to a, a growth and transformation journey. And so how mm-hmm. would you explain a growth cycle or even the the segments or parts of it that you have seen yourself cycle through?
1: Oh, growth cycles. Um <laughs> I've, I've, I've I have learned to go through them with a smile on my face though. It's a um, love-hate
0: relationship, definitely. But oh,
1: cuz yeah, I see it as like definitely like the hero's journey that we talk about, you know, and like the up and the down and like the cycle. So it usually starts with awareness that something is not unco- it's not comfortable anymore. Like there's just something that's not, there. there's either a pressure, a feeling, uh, a sense of like annoyance or like you see yourself do something or reacting to something or you read a book and it triggers something. And there's just that awareness of like, oh, there's a little something there that I'm not a hundred percent align, happy, whatever your words you want to to use. And then usually after that comes a breakdown (laughs) because you're like, oh my God, again, emotions. I'm feeling angry about this, sad. I have fears. I feel shame. I can't believe I've let myself fall back into this pattern. And that usually brings me into what I call the breakdown. Um, And this is where I usually smile right now when I'm in my breakdown because I know the breakthrough will come after. So the breakdown, again, you have to have space. So for me, sometimes it can look like three days of like just being in bed, crying, journaling. It looks like a conversation with you or with Joe and just like vomiting my feelings and just renting and just letting it out. I love writing for me. So I love to write my feelings, what's going on, tapping into my feelings. But this place is usually a little darker. Like it's it's the shadow work. It's the dark night of the soul. It's the I feel uncomfortable. I'm not happy you know, the the lower vibing kind of emotions. And then if you allow yourself to stay in that space, to be the observer, to to journal, to talk about it, to learn the lessons and to listen to all the parts of your body, your brain and your soul and your heart, usually after that comes like the breakthrough of like, oh, I realized this. I had this aha moment. Uh, I had an experience with my friends and like, boom, like an idea came up and like, I'm so excited for that idea. So then you kind of come back on the other side with more self-awareness, maybe a lesson learned or a lesson that you had to learn again, um, a new project, a new idea, a change, a decision you want to make in your life. And then that brings you closer to your higher self. So I feel like all the growth circles, every time we go through them, yes, we go down. But every time we come back up, we're just a little closer to that higher self or that best version of ourselves. Um, so that's how I would describe the growth circles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that was very well explained. Yeah. Uh, And I can, can you look back before the work really before you actually started doing the work, I will say, Mm -hmm. have you, did you see yourself go through growth cycles, but you didn't learn the lessons and you end up in the same cycle again?
1: For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I've, um.
0: Cause I, and I, I witnessed this for myself as well, where you recognize something that's wrong. you know, we've, mm-hmm. we've all been there, whether it's a relationship that you need to get out of a job that you need to change uh, a living situation, like all the things, right. Yeah. We're like, this needs to change. So you try to change the exterior world of it, you mm-hmm. know, get a new boyfriend, but realize you end up in the exact same pattern again. And it's when we don't yeah. take that time, take, take that, that downtime. So a lot of people don't want to go through that because you have to realize that, you need to change. You're mm-hmm. the one that chose the spouse or chose the job or, you know, yeah. said yes, or made the decisions to get you to where you want to be. And if you want a different outcome, you need to make different choices, act differently. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. before I met Joe, I looked back on my relationships and I'm like, oh my God, I dated the same guy. He just looked different all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because you, we, we almost become addicted to our, our patterns. Or, mm-hmm. or they're normal they're recognizable we yep. know how to they're comfortable yep. comfortable
1: 100 we know what to expect and yep
0: yeah comfortable and so the past six months explain to me the because there's been a, a momentum that's been coming um mm-hmm. faster more frequent growth cycles and yeah. so what have the last six months been like for you
1: uh growth on steroids as i like to say no but um I would say that the cycles have been closer and quicker. And like, I get out of like the downward part of it faster since, yeah, it's been about two years. So in 2020, I felt true alignment. I was away for three months traveling and this time it was not escaping. It was really like a healing trip after a relationship that ended And I got back and then the world shut down, but I felt so good, so aligned, my energy and my business, everything was flowing, my business boom, like so grateful. And then in 2021, I started to feel misalignment and like I was working a little too hard for the results or the success or like the targets that I was hitting. And I started to learn and talk about you and like other friends, like the balance between the masculine and the feminine energy and like the allowance and not just trying to do, do, do all the time. And then just balancing that. And I had moments that I was like, wow, like I'm back to old patterns again of like 98% of my life is my business. And I mean, I, I love my business and it was great for 2020 because we couldn't really do anything else but even within my own business i was growing as a person from all like you know the the workshops and the podcasts and the coaching and the healing journey but i was still operating in my business as the old version of myself mm. so i lost my voice i was still marketing still posting still helping my clients obviously but i launched a couple programs and i was like wow like i'm working really hard and i feel like i'm putting my heart and my effort into this and doing all the things why does it feel so hard? And why am I getting like six people sign up when I usually could have 30, 40 people sign up? Yes. Um, So that brought a lot of lessons yet again, especially in the fall, the last six months. I'm like, okay, I need to, again, operate differently in mm-hmm. my life and how I make decisions in my business. They're so, in, you know, they're so related, you know, the life and the, and the business, but then it brought a whole growth cycle of trusting to operate in a different way yet again. Because how I've built success and momentum in the past was in my masculine energy. What what was with like a certain specific way to set targets, um, certain tasks that I was doing, like my very like rigid like morning routine. So I did a lot of ego work, I did like a lot of spiritual ceremonies. Um, again, lots of conversations with awesome people really found my soul tribe as well. That like, I such a huge difference and just started to like, trust myself to yeah, operate differently, which brought so much more alignment and it's still a work in progress for sure. Um, but it was hard to like, learn the lesson again and again, especially that you're like, wow, I've been five years, 15 years in that industry, five years in my business. And you're like, why am I going down? Like, why am I not feeling as fulfilled and passionate? But when I do the coaching, I do feel passionate, but like the everyday task just seems so, ugh. Yeah.
0: oh, this know, is no so, more, this no more is excitement, you know, uh, this is so, so, so gold. Cause let's talk about alignment. Um, you were dropping some, some hints there. Yeah. Uh, so what does alignment feel like, like, and what does misalignment feel like?
1: Yeah. So alignment feels like I have the word like easy flow. There's, there's no resistance um, the actions that you do every day have a purpose. It's like a, a, a path and you're just moving forward and you're excited to move forward. You're pulled to be moving forward. Everything excites you. Everything feels easy. Um, and that does not mean you don't work hard, but the work just flows again, flow easy or like tours that I would, uh, really associate with alignment and when you're misaligned, it's the opposite. Everything feels harder. So stuff that you used to do now just feel like an extra chore, you know, an extra like, oh, it's hard. I don't feel like doing it. Stuff that used to like passionate you in the past or like that you were super excited to get out of bed to do in the morning. It, there's just no, it's just meh. Nah, it's just blah, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're doing all the things and you're like forcing yourself to do the things instead of being pulled to do it and inspired to do it but it's just like, Oh my God, like I'm not going getting anywhere. Like there, there must be an easier path, you know? So that's how I would picture these two differences.
0: And I think this is so gold for anybody watching or listening here that it's okay when things start to lose their enjoyment or -hmm. things start to lose their spark. I used to freak out. I would try to like, muster my way through it or like I just need to get motivated or I need a plan or I need a a coach to help me focus on this again. And it's like you try to band-aid the situation as opposed to looking and being like, hey, maybe I'm growing and I've outgrown this part of my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and I can see that this is why you're growing faster as well. because you get more sensitive. You start to recognize what misalignment feels like and you honor that within yourself. And and you listen, you're like, okay, so like what needs to change, what needs to grow? Uh, Cause we are growth beings. It's what we want. Like we are meant to desire things, achieve them, desire more and achieve them, but doing yeah. it in a state of alignment. So it feels, you know, easy and fun and enjoyable. Like what yeah. you said there.
1: Yeah. And have like your reasons, like the reason why you set that target, or you want to be on that path, or you want to launch a service, or you want to quit your job. Like always asking yourself, like, why are you deciding to do this or not? For me, that was game changer in the last six months, like asking myself, okay, is this my brain making that decision or is this my heart? Is this like the shoulds that making that decision or like that I've been doing this my whole life, so I have to do it again? Or is it like purely from the heart and what feels right And that's a process, like it's been hard. And, uh, you know, again, like last month, like I launched another program from like not an aligned place and again, had to learn the lesson. But I feel like when when you start tapping into that and you know what it feels like, and then you can trust that that feeling will bring you the feeling and the, the results, quote unquote, that you want, then you're like, oh, okay, cool this is fun. I can trust being in that state a little more and I can let go of these old versions of myself and thank them, but moving on now and like ready for the next growth cycle. Yeah, Yeah. This is why I
0: love the the 12 laws of the universe. And a lot of people have heard of, you know, the law of attraction because of the secret Mm -hmm. and everything. I absolutely love the law of vibration which is all about, you know, everything is energy and energy is always yeah. in motion with this vibration. Our, our words have a vibration. Our thoughts have a vibration. Our emotions have a vibration. Our actions have a vibration. And alignment is really your thoughts, words, actions, all in alignment for exactly yeah. what you desire. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you know, the, the law of action, inspired action, when you, when you are in alignment with your vibration, then you get these downloads, you get this openness, this space Mm -hmm. to, it's like these, these nudges of what is that next step? And the next step feels good. And the next step feels light. And when you take that inspired action from a place of aligned vibration, that's when the law of attraction can really happen. Mm-hmm. And like, there's, and this is why, you know, I'm putting together this, this series, like there's so many components to growth. And I think conversations like this will really be able to, to help people understand. Uh, Cause mm-hmm. it. I know for myself, I know for you, it's like, oh, I found another piece. I found yeah. another piece. And you start to bring more of these pieces together to help you understand what the journey is. And it, it mm-hmm. becomes fun. Like life should be fun. Like life should be enjoyable. Life should, you know, be, be happy and joyous. Things Mm -hmm. happen outside of us, but you know, can we get ourselves to a place where I like to think about like the eye of the hurricane, like I am the eye of the hurricane and like, shit, can be going on all around me. But like, I am cool. I am cool. I'm cool as a cucumber right here. It doesn't, it doesn't (laughs) phase, phase you as much.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you, Claudia. We're going to come back with part number two, where we're going to dive into, uh, you know, tools that you've been using on your journey and how you've been helping yourself get through this and, and really specific moments where you've been in action, um, with some tools or some lessons to help you move through these growth phases. So thank you very much for sharing your journey. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this episode today. My website, simplysara.com, is a great place for me to continue to support you on your journey to alignment, joy, and fulfillment. There you will find upcoming retreats that I am hosting, resources, books, and many other helpful tools to help you on your travels through this thing called life.